0: Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill, back in Studio B after over a month with... uh,
2: (sighs) Last time we were here was the Christmas show. Yes. Last time we did a game.
0: Was Sean's first show and Aaron's last show.
2: (laughs) That's been a long time. I missed my puzzles.
0: Yeah, no more puzzles, no more street racing gang.
2: No.
0: No more, I don't know what else, but...
2: But the fantasy continues.
0: The fantasy continues both for us to be back in studio and for the Coyotes to pull off a 4-1 victory tonight over the New Jersey. Like, it's so weird. I didn't even think, like... You, normally when I'm like, oh, this is the next game, this is what I think could happen. Like I didn't really think about this game, but when it was unfolding, I was like, you know, this isn't really what I thought was gonna happen.
2: That, uh, this is so the coyote way. <laughs> they can't really even is. lose right. <laughs> <laughs> like they just they just caught up to the Ottawa Senators today. Like they're tied with Ottawa. They've they've they're they're looking at these teams in their rear rear mirror now. Like I <laughs> I, I, I literally am speechless like is this even what we want <laughs> I don't know like what's Bill Armstrong in the office doing now like what are they thinking like we we tried so hard to lose and we're not they won four of their last seven they're four two and one they've got points in five of their last <laughs> seven games like that's that's really really good and we're talking good teams we're talking Colorado Toronto Nashville like what what's going on here I, 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 they get one shot in the first period, which they got in the last minute and a half, right? They don't get a shot on goal. Um, no,
0: a minute five.
2: <laughs> a minute. They don't have a shot on goal through the first 1855. Yeah. And you go, uh-oh, this is going to be trouble. And and you'd get the puck across the blue line. Phil Castle had to go, oh, we're finally going to get a shot on net. He shoots it wide. Chickren, it's wide. Like, hit the puck. Hit the net. Like, hit the net. At, at, at the 10-minute mark, I'm on the bench screaming, okay, just hit the net. Because it starts to get to a point where it's embarrassing.
0: They well, hit the net. Yeah, it was unreal.
2: <laughs> and then, then the second happens. And not only do they shoot, everything they shoot goes in. This is what we said from this side of it. I don't get paid on who their draft picks are. It doesn't matter to me if they pick first or tenth. I don't get paid on that. If I'm the management right now, what do you do? like where do you fall in all this? Like they're winning too
0: much. Yeah, but it's this was the 38th game of 82. Yeah, fair enough. There's and you know, if this is we're not even we're not even halfway through the season. So if you're going to have we're some not? nights, no. Oh. What's half of 82? I don't is know. Is it 38? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what
2: I thought it just feels like it.
0: So, if you can, you know, have some unprobable wins. I mean and that's not like New Jersey isn't a top team in the league, but they have, you know, talent and you look at how the Coyotes played in this game and the the lack of shots um actually we might as well let's just pull up the numbers. We'll just get right to it because um it was interesting. We will get to the numbers <laughs> in a minute. Um
2: everybody's kind of fun little bit back we in the studio. Like First time back in the studio. How do you do this
0: don't know how to act in the studio. Yeah. Um, but just the lack of shots. Um, they tied. It was there was one other game this season. They only had one shot on goal, and it was against Florida. And their fewest shots on goal in a season so far. this season was against Winnipeg. All right, here's the numbers: four <laughs> one final. Um, seventeen shots by the Coyotes. So surpassed. They, they didn't. It wasn't their lowest shot performance of the year, um, but not excellent. Um, the first period, they were outshot 12 to 1, um, outshot 15 to 7 in the second. Um, New Jersey ended the game with 36 shots. New Jersey was one for two on the power play. Coyotes 0 for 2. And then face-offs relatively even. It, even and you know, it's back because we're all back together. The PD side count. I know. And you don't... I know, you, it's a three. You just side. I, I side
2: heavy early, and I, I would, gotta admit. And I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. And, and, and this... You're right. I guess I shouldn't get too fired up because you can't sustain this forever when you're getting outshot two to one. You can't. No. And you're, you're, you've are you're you got on this road trip, you've got the, the Islanders who are what? What did we say? They've got seven wins in their last They're ten. They're
0: seven, two, and one in their last you You've got 10. the
2: Rangers who are clearly a playoff team and you've got the Pittsburgh Penguins, another really good team in the Eastern Conference. If you let these teams out shoot you two to one you're not going to come out with a win very often right, right. so yeah they're they're gonna face their losses vimelka played well again tonight I tell you what when he had this many starts earlier in the season was last in November he struggled when he got the start three four five now he's put this string together where he's starting consecutively at Prazvitov got the one start um, but he's playing well as this as this goes on, He's playing really good hockey. Vimelka looks good. He made the saves he needed to, to make tonight to keep them in it when it was 0-0. So another good game by Veggie.
0: Which, again, I didn't think would happen after he let in that first goal because that first goal was a little chaotic, and he was definitely not in position there. And I, we were thinking, oh, no. Um, super chat from Mr. Stalin. Don't stop winning. Keep the pressure up. The cup run begins now. The Devils have been exposed to their fans as the frauds they are. Tell them all to stop going easy. <laughs> this is it.
2: <laughs> the, the run for the cup starts now in the super chat. Thanks, Mr. Stalin. And I
0: saw other comments were where buyers at the Devils. But, but again,
2: <laughs> okay. The, the only one that uh, needs to be concerned about this right now is Bill Armstrong and the scouts. Yeah. For the, for the fans that are watching the game... This is exciting. We want to be entertained, and this team hasn't shown any quit. Even when they're being outshot 12-1, to they kept coming at Mm -hmm. at the Devils. And I tell you what, there were, again, there's some really good individual performances that create all of these good things. Like, you look at the Dyson-Mayo goal. If not for O'Brien screening in front of the goaltender, that goal doesn't go in. Lawson Kraus scores his goal from his knees. And again, it's just by delivering pucks to the net. and That's where my concern was in the first because they weren't getting pucks to the net. You clearly can't win and create goals if you're not throwing pucks to the net. So they didn't do that. When they started doing that, pucks just went in. And it is funny how if you get pucks to the net with people getting to the net, driving the net hard, screening, tipping, things happen. All three of their goals happened from a shot just getting placed at the front of the net. The tip um, by Larson, it was just... Get pucks to the net
0: and and Kraus like getting falling uh, over and getting up on his knee and just right place at the right time. It, it was really great to
2: see. Keller Keller didn't come. Uh, Keller's been playing better of late. Mm-hmm. It's how he got into the All Star game. I think he's been um, really noticeable on the offensive side of the puck. I think he's he's getting pucks to the net. He's skating well with the puck. I, I didn't notice him his as much tonight no, as I had he in did the last have the few shot games. That
1: boy
0: deflected
2: to score. So and I've I've seen. They I mean that's okay. It's a hard road trip, and the first game of an Eastern road trip is always the hardest. This the time zone adjustment is huge. It's okay, hard. Okay, you're
0: bringing all this up, so let's pull up your keys because everything we're talking about is related to your keys. Oh. Um Your first key was shake the jet lag. So first- it's
2: hard, but you you think about it in in going the two hour time zone difference. So if you're getting up, let's say breakfast starts on the road at eight. That's six o'clock body time. That's hard. Morning skate now is 11.30. That's 9.30 body, body time. The Everything is shifted so you're not getting the proper rest. It's all about rest mm-hmm. when you're traveling on the road. And that first night in the Eastern time zone, the clock may say 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, you're, but your body's saying it's 8 or 9. Mm-hmm. You can't get to sleep. It's really, really hard. So this first game on an Eastern road trip is difficult. And, and I'll tell you how hard it is. W- when I was still in the room, Rick Talkett, we looked at the numbers and they were horrific on the first game in the Eastern time zone. So it Coach Tockett started to do is the team started traveling to the Eastern time zone two days early. And so that you'd get that extra day to acclimate to the time zones. Unfortunately in this situation, they couldn't do that because they had a game. Um, But I was very concerned that they were going to start slow and they did. Um, Whether it's the time zone or it's just hard to get going. Um, Keller stay hot. Uh, yeah you
0: just touched on that that's why i had a us yeah he keys. had three
2: he had three goals in his last he scored in each of his last three road games you'd hope that would continue in this trip and maybe it will as the trip goes on and stop the speed slow new jersey's transition i mean they, there were some turnovers here but again i don't think they had their big speed game with their young speed skilled players there weren't a lot of two-on-one odd man rushes so yeah i, I think they accomplished accomplished their keys other than keller not getting a goal um the Je- the Devils got their chances, but they were all off of offensive zone plays. They weren't the the typical Devil team where they're doing it with young, quick legs beating you with odd man rushes off of turnovers at the blue line, and that didn't happen for the Coyotes. So again, it's something to build on. It's a, it's a good win, and they're beating some good teams. Yeah, they played well in Colorado. The game that they returned the second night, Colorado Colorado ran them. They're just a better team. And Montreal, Montreal, I thought arizona was the better team in that game tonight man did the devils deserve better early maybe but i think after the first period shots were pretty even chances were pretty even just the coyote shots were going in the and, and veggie was pretty even though ve- and veggie was solid they weren't
0: no it was 15 to 7 in the okay. second yeah.
2: for the coyotes that's pretty even.
0: <laughs> true <laughs> two to one that's two to it one. Two, only being out shot two to one is good for the coyotes well PD, it's our oh. first time in studio. So, uh, we
2: weren't going to, but we were yeah. But bl-
0: I literally haven't drank because I wasn't drinking on our home post game shows, which is funny because I was <laughs> well, at I home. Was. I know you. Hard were. to
2: believe. Oh, oh yeah. my
0: God. Oh Lord. This <laughs> the been in the, the fridge a little been too in the long. Fridge
2: too long. Cheers. Welcome. Wait, home.
0: I don't want to spill on my laptop.
2: <laughs> yeah, Caleb. We talked about how many wins this team would get, and we said, at first we started off preseason maybe eighteen to twenty, and then clearly the start of the season didn't go the way we were expecting. I don't know what that number is now. I don't know. Like, Can they get another win on this trip? I think this was the most winnable game on this trip. Pittsburgh's a building this team struggles in. They're rolling. They have a high-powered offense. That that one's going to be tough. And in the back-to-back, you figure they're going to have to figure out two goalies. Is Wedgie going to play? I know Hutton's on the trip. We'll ask Craig when he gets in how close Hutton is to playing, but Wedgwood's going to have to play one of the two. Is, is, is the Islander game winnable? Yeah, maybe. If they come back with a 2-2 two and two road trip out east, that's huge. It's
0: crazy. It's <sighs> crazy to think about, you know, looking at the 2014-2015 Coyotes team, they had 24 wins. Do you think they can hit that? 24
2: is a lot. That's a lot of wins. We're almost at the midway point now. That's going to be tough yeah. for the team to get 24. And the, and the biggest issue with that is at some point, the trade deadline is going to come, and you're going to start losing players. The one thing this team has been able to overcome some of their talent issues, and they've been outplayed in some of these games they're really not in on paper. But what they've done, they've had really good goaltending, and they play together. And we talked about this in preseason. If you want to lose and be last, you need to have a shit show going on in your locker room. You need to have a problem. It's got to be in management. It's got to be in coaching. Players got to not get along. Those are the teams they go, oh, they can't find a win. When there's turmoil and things struggling in the room, this group gets along too well. They're all playing for each other. (laughs) God forbid. And the coach embraced (laughs) them. And we heard that about Turin that he's a guy that can bring people together and communicate well with them. And I think that's what's happening right now. These guys believe in each other. Getting good goaltending, that's first. Can't do it without the goaltender. You get good goaltending, and then these guys are just, every night it's somebody else. They're pulling together, they're doing it for each other, and it just, they're happy to be playing hockey right now. And it's hard to lose when everybody's on the same page and having a good time. So we'll see where it goes. The
0: chat keeps bringing up the point that Bill Armstrong might just trade everyone at the deadline, and there goes the group chemistry. There goes the, you know, the better season you have, the more. Valuable you are at the trade deadline, so it seems like maybe those best pieces will be the ones to go. But that's still two months away yeah where the trade deadline is. So.
2: And somebody asked, uh, who else has gone besides Phil Kessel? Anybody who's playing well,
0: literally, is dangerous. And we'll to get be more into trade stuff when Craig joins we'll, too. But so. there's
2: going to be a lot of a lot of names coming up on that list, yeah. and it, as this. People are looking for pieces. It doesn't have to be your leading scorer. It doesn't have to be the top player. There are teams that are trying to get to that next level that need a piece lower in the lineup. They need a third-line checker. They need a fourth-line player. So I think it's going to be a pretty long list, and we'll talk about it when Craig gets yep. here. So, No elevator ride for Craig.
0: No elevator, Craig. Just Craig walking down the hall, Craig, from the the break room in the office. Um, well, we talk about individual efforts a lot this year, and three players came back tonight after not playing for a while. So, um, Jacob Chikorin was back. His first game since December 10th. He missed 11 games. Um, Strawman, first game back since January 8th. Erickson, first game back since January 4th. And uh, all of them had points tonight. So, great performance from them. And um, Louie Erickson had two assists tonight. And it was his 350th career assist on the Dyson Mayo goal. And because of these reasons, look, my street racer gang is here. It here. Is.
2: <laughs> Leah Bree's here. They're...
0: <laughs> they're here.
2: circling the block um, till she's done.
0: <laughs> um, Louis Erickson is our draft king, king of the game tonight. King, king Louis, Louis. We just really wanted to put the crown on him. Um, really good for him. To, you know, he was scra- He was a healthy scratch all those He's games. a healthy
2: scratch. He's a guy that's been waiting for his time, and he's... Obviously, been putting the work in because he gets a chance to play. Doesn't doesn't slow the team down. Doesn't bitch and complain. Goes out and plays, and, and he ends up on the score sheet. So good, good for Louie. And and I know there's going to be plenty more games that he gets into. But this is big getting your 350th career assist. So I thought he was a, a deserved member of the. King of the game.
0: Yep, I agree. And another um player who scored tonight was Larson, who's also had a ton of success, six goals, ten points in his last nine games. kraus assisted that goal. He has nine points in his last nine. Um and the Larson goal was the coyote's fourth goal on their fourteenth shot of the game. So poor Blackwood had a, had a dismal um save percentage tonight. Yeah, but again, you know and, and Boyd's goal was his tenth of the season, so just Looking yeah. at all these individual efforts just to see what's been happening here—it's it's cool. It's and cool and it's
2: this isn't gonna—you're not gonna score four goals on seventeen shots very often. No. So let me—we have to be realistic. Having said that, they were all good goals. Like it's not like oh the goalie was soft or he wasn't very good tonight. Yeah. They were good goals. Like those are those are tipped screened one-time shot in the slot, like those are really difficult goals to save. So they just picked the right... You talk about a high shooting percentage, they're just taking the right shots. Now, if you want to have continued success, you need more shots. But when you get 17 shots and score four goals, it's usually, oh, the goalie struggled. The opponent struggled. That was a tough night. But no, I know. Seriously? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, I swear they just circle the block when you come on. Just waiting. (laughs) They're maybe they're listening on their bikes. I don't know how that works. <laughs> for right. the record, I don't think they can hear it. So it's <laughs> oh, they're listening <laughs> the so here We're, just we're talking like
0: for... dying, but, it's just, but yeah, uh, outside the Sean studio, these motorcycles what, keep what do you going all are by, so
2: Never mind. I guess <laughs> uh, you guys can't hear Lord.
0: it. Anyway, sorry. Well, are you done with your transmat, or do you want?
2: Yeah, no. I, I just wanted to say <laughs> that it wasn't the goaltending. Usually, on four goals on seventeen shots, you point at the goalie and go, "Gosh, he he wasn't very good tonight." But I don't think it was a Blackwood problem. I really don't. I, I think those were, those are really good goals. And, and you look at the, even the Krauss goal, like Krauss is looking the wrong way when that puck hits the goaltender and it comes out as a rebound. He's on his knees. He's on his back. He can't see the puck. As he's standing up, it miraculously just gets on his tape and he's able to get it towards the net while he's still on his knees like that was there's awesome a little goal. bit of luck there but but yeah. it's, again it goes to how but it's, but Cross it's has been working
0: and it's like getting yourself in front of the net yes and, and something we were saying in the first period when they only had the one shot in the last minute was and you were saying this as we were watching the game like you just have to shoot like pucks on net and you said if you were the coach like you just want to get shots shoot. on and and that's yeah. what they were able to succeed in in the second period and it, it's funny the irony is the Coyotes usually struggle in the second period. So to see them actually have yeah. a really, really good second period, it's like, I don't know what team this is.
2: And I wonder if they said something in the locker room, too. Like, that's embarrassing. Yeah. To get one shot on goal with one minute left in the period, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Like, you can, you can be down two or three and, and still battling out there, but you had one shot and it was one minute to go in the period. Come on. Like, that's embarrassing. So I'm sure there were words said in the locker room either by coaches Teammates because they did have a concerted effort in the next period to have a little bit of an offensive push. So I, I think that if they can maybe build on that and, and we'll see what happens on Friday night, but but they're gonna have to be better as this trip continues, yeah. for sure.
0: Um Mike in the comments said that he did some research and the worst team in the last full season, which was eighteen nineteen, had twenty nine wins. Don't think the coyotes can get there. I don't no. I don't think so either.
2: That, but no.
0: But we'll we'll enjoy the wins while they're here, I guess. But it, then it's so hard because it's like you want to enjoy it, like la- like last week when the Coyotes beat the Leafs two one on national TV, like yeah, that was, was an enjoyable win. Yeah. And tonight, obviously, like you know, a four one win on the road. Yes, in in theory, that's an enjoyable win. But then you say, wait a second, like is this the goal? Is this the plan? Um But. For the guys in the locker room, I'm happy for that. I
2: am too. And and like I said before, like Leah, you and I aren't making these draft picks. Yeah. It doesn't matter to us. Yeah. Like it's it's more fun when they win. So I I thought tonight's game did I do I even think the first period was a 12-1 shot period? I I thought the first period was really boring. And I think that was good for the coyotes. That's a great first road period. You haven't been on the road. This is an extended road trip that they haven't been on an extended road trip. For a long time. Yeah. I mean, they've been home for a while. They played one in Colorado, but they haven't been to the East Coast since what was it, November second? Yeah, that was like, the
0: last time they're in the East.
2: So it's it's been a long time that they've had a long trip. And you know what? Just have a first period <laughs> a little bit boring and start off with a win in any shape or form is good for this team. Makes tomorrow a hell of a lot easier.
0: You know, it's funny that um, Mr. Shawlin in the comments said it's Bill Armstrong's master plan: hit rock bottom, then go on a cup run. That, is that not what happened with the St. Louis Blues? Yeah, St. Louis in Blues were last,
2: last in the division in, in January. January. <laughs> just, saying. just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Somebody said. Oh I don't know. Oh, my God. I yeah, I, I don't know if I, I think that's going to happen. But it's happened before. So you just never know. And here he is.
0: Here he is. Not elevator, Craig. Just no. hallway, Craig.
2: Hallway, Craig.
0: Stay on screen for a it's
2: awkward for, for us to so get on here. <laughs> Actually, they can't hear you say that. So. Yeah, I know. We got um, A lot of topics we got to get to, Craig. We so do. We need you here.
0: Wait, wait you got to pull your.
2: I <laughs> have a microphone on, I'm screaming right now. You can hear anything <laughs> i right
0: now. Um, oh, I'm on this
1: mic is high. It's gonna hide my face. This would drive Petey crazy.
2: I can't. I can't. Right? The mic thinks you're. I mean, nuts. I'd you guys, sit
0: here. all three of us back in the studio. I know. Here we are.
2: Yay. I'm so happy. It's, what was the
0: last time you said? Well, the last time we did a post game show in studio was like what December 11th. Is that what you said, Sean? Yeah.
1: Was
2: I eating a hot dog? And Craig was, was
0: eating oh. a hot dog the last time we did the post-game show in studio. So it's yeah. been a while.
2: What did you yeah, learn for us, hard. Craig, in the post-game wrap-up?
1: Well, they, let the bear, they finally let the bear out of the den. That was Andre's money quote for uh, finally returning to the team after the COVID They absence. let the bear out we, of the <laughs> den. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, we talked to Jacob Chikrin um, for a little bit. Talked about coming back. He, did, he didn't say much about the rumors, which is what you would expect. He said, look... There's not much I can do about him. Uh, it doesn't change my approach. Um, he said he was ready to come back last week from the muscle strain, and then he got tested COVID. positive for COVID. So, oh god, uh, a rough month stretch. But you know, as far as the trade rumors, he's he's probably not not going to talk much about those. Those those are what they are.
2: Yeah. Did he talk about what it was like to get back in the lineup and what his performance was
1: like? Yeah. He, he said he felt pretty good actually tonight. I bear mentioned that he left him out there. He got stuck out there long on a a, a late shift in the game, but. For the most part, they liked his impact. Um, you know, it's it's that, hard. That's a long layoff, so it, it's it's going to take time to work back. Sometimes, the next day you really understand what what it meant on your body when you play a game like that. So we'll see how he progresses. But
2: yeah, I thought there were times he had six attempts at net, two hit the net. Um, he had the one one timer in the second period that I... Playing, heck of a heck of a look. I thought he turned the puck over a lot, but again, that that's going to be timing. That's yeah. going to be. He was out there a lot. Like he, he had, what he had, just over 20 minutes did he have tonight? Yeah, he played over 20 minutes tonight in his first game back. That's tough. So I think there were a few times he probably threw the puck away where he wished he would have held it a little bit longer. But those things, the speed of the game, you can practice and, and be out with right? the guys, yeah, the timing, yeah. game timing is different. So it's, you know, I thought he was okay. I mean, and for Jacob Chickren not playing for that long, okay is pretty good. So I think we'll take okay. Um, he was
0: plus one.
2: Oh, that's. <laughs> he'll take that for sure. Helping those numbers, yeah. Yeah, but, it, but as this trip goes on and he plays more and more minutes, by the end of this trip, you should start to see where his confidence is going to increase, his ice time is going to increase, his power play time, his shots on goal. All of those things will increase. You can't. Quality of competition much. will increase too. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't blame you know, one way or the other. What Can did I do Can we set now?
0: up a GoFundMe to buy Petey some socks. <laughs>
2: That, no. I got no the so I, I got the no shows. Can we do no shows? It's can't do them winter in Minnesota. I'll tell you that. When I went home. <laughs> Whoops, forgot that. Who in else my,
0: did you talk to, Craig?
2: Uh, we talked to Louis
1: Erickson as well.
0: Uh, we showed king of, the game. king of the Game. King of the king Game. King Louis. To
1: king Louis. You know, when he talked, obviously it's been it's been a rough run for Louis for the the last several seasons. He gets an opportunity here, but. I mean, everybody knows the uh, the context for the opportunity, right? So it's it's not like oh, they brought him in because they think Louis Erickson can be yeah. an answer. They brought him in because they were trying to move another contract. He's been in and out of the lineup. He talked about how difficult that can be. But Louis Erickson, I mean, we we've talked about this with a, a bunch of these veterans that they brought in. They're all positive influences in the dressing room. They're all good guys. I think I've said this to you guys before. I wonder what it would have been like to cover some of these guys in the prime of their career because they're unbelievable interviews and you would have been requesting them all the time and just from a reporter's standpoint, be unreal because I mean it could go down the list of Antoine Roussel, Louis Erickson, uh, Andrew Ladd. These guys are all good interviews. Anton Strawman, they're, they're incredible. J.B. Eagle, who hasn't Jay Beagle, a J.B. Eagle, who's out, yet. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. just yeah, and I think on that's,
2: and on. And that's what we said when this group was put together back you know, in the fall and we said that about this group. Hey, they're, they're guys that are getting one more kick at the can but they're all good guys and that's what they have going for them and it's showing right now and, and we just said they've got points in five of seven amazing huh it is amazing and it is because <laughs> is, and it
0: is, and that's what we were saying like is this what we want like it, but it's only game 38 so you might as well enjoy the wins
1: it's only
2: game 38 we'll
1: we'll see we're not even halfway uh you know i i, I don't know that you, you don't you don't want to finish in and pick fifth in the draft clearly if you don't want to end up with the fourth or fifth pick in the draft when you did all this then it's right if you're gonna go aesthetic. through
2: this you better get one of the top two Yes. If you're going to go through this and blow it up and, and really dismantle a team and the expect expectations on your fan base, you better have one of the first two picks. Because if you're picking fifth or sixth after doing all of this yep. and letting some good players go, some good contracts go... That's going to be tough. I know, and like you said, there's there's a lot of games left. There's mm-hmm. 44 games left we can yeah, talk about, exactly. So. We also need a top two pick so PHNX Coyotes can go on we the road to
1: Montreal. Yes, to Montreal for, yes, the draft,
0: for so. sure. And I'm seeing a lot of questions about the chicken trade stuff, which we will get to in a little bit. But here's my question to you. So before we get to all that. So right now, obviously, the Coyotes, we're expecting them to pick top five in the draft. And it, it's a rebuild, et cetera. The Cardinals just got destroyed in in round one of the playoffs. Would you rather be a Coyotes fan right now or a Cardinals fan?
2: That's really hard because I that's hard because I I know waking up Tuesday morning, I'd rather be a a Coyote fan. That was that was a hard night to be a Cardinal fan.
0: I did not. I was at the game and I did not have a good
2: time. But but I guess I guess when you look at it, the Coyotes at least have a plan. And you can look at it as a Coyotes fan. You can see what the plan is. We've got the draft picks are coming. They're trying to get development. They've got an arena that they're hoping to have in Tempe in four to five years. They hope. We won't get into that tonight, but they hope. So there's a plan to have a future perennial playoff team. That's the plan. The Cardinals' plan was this was the team. They started off 10-1. and won. This was the team that they expected to compete for a Super Bowl. not what?
1: Well, to me, it all goes with the Cardinals. I can't believe we're talking Cardinals on the Coyote Show. But to me, it's all about Kyler Murray. If he is your franchise quarterback and, in fact, you still feel like he's on an upward trajectory, you're fine. Because the quarterback is everything in the NFL. Sure. It's such a critical critical position. So overemphasized, partly because of the rules changes uh, You know, years ago. It, it's such a quarterback league. So if Kyler Murray is still on his way up ok, fine. you You don't know what the upside of this team is yet. Clearly, you have to fill in some pieces, and we we saw some of the issues with the Cardinals this year. but if if Kyler Murray is still going to be a franchise quarterback, you you got something to build around
0: well, unfortunately, the Cardinals are not going to be in the playoffs going forward, but the playoffs carry on, see. it's It's all about the transition into the the draft yeah, I know. Ad read. Um and we're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and the DraftKings sportsbook app. Has a promotion for new customers um, counting down to Super Bowl 56. You can get 56 to one odds on any team. Bet just five dollars and get two hundred and eighty dollars in free bets if your team wins. There's some exciting games coming up this weekend, so sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the promo code PHNX BET. Five dollars on a team to win gets two hundred and eighty dollars in free bets if they do Um, so you can get in on that Saturday and Sunday this week Um, as a reminder though that's twenty one and over Arizona only gambling problem call one eight hundred next step new customers only eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details Craig PD and I have gone over most of the game stuff already. Was there anything specifically about the game that you want to get to before we move on to our other topics?
1: Not tonight? if you've discussed it all. I just, you know, I'm sure you discussed Karol Semelka as well. Just, yeah, a lot you know, of comments
0: too about him. Are are the Coyotes planning to re-sign him long-term? Yeah, is he listen, on the I trade know block?
1: That no, he's not on the trade block. The, Enough of that. <laughs> yeah, I know that's out there. They're not trading Kadir kind of, uh, Vemelka. That's not happening. So there just you go. forget about that. Also, I know I keep getting a lot of questions on this. Shane Gosses Barrett, not on the trade block either. If they move him, it would be next season. He's not going anywhere this season. So cross those two guys off the list. But Vemelka, I, I know people are excited, and, and he's given him reason to be excited. To me, you're not going to know about a goaltender until he's about a year in when the, the league has gotten the book on him, when they, the scouts have picked him apart. When you understand all the things that he does well and the things he doesn't do well, that's when you really find out about a goaltender. It's cool to be excited about him right now, and he has showed some promise. But there are clearly, you know, you and I have looked at it. There are things he needs to clean up. They'll, they'll have to work on that if he's going to sustain this success. At the
2: same time, he's a great story. He's a great story. Yeah, and I I think you've seen it in the short season we've had already how inconsistent his game has been. That's an area, if you want to be a long-term number one goalie in the National Hockey League, you need to be consistent. And that—that's you're going to lose games, but you still need to play the same way, the same mentality, the same preparation. He'll get there with some tutelage, some coaching, some more reps, He's played great games. He's yeah. won games for this team. Yes, there's no question about it. I just let him let him grow into that spot right sure. now, you know. And I, I think this is a great opportunity for him. And he's winning games. But let's let's just wait. He's going to be here. Yep. I, I I truly believe he's going to be a coyote again next year. I believe it. I don't know why they wouldn't take that contract and find a way to get him back.
1: Yeah, no, um, he's not going anywhere. Here's here's the thing too with him. Hey, if he ends up just being a really good backup, great. Yeah. You, you need two goalies in this yeah. league. We've seen that. It's not even, you know, very rare situation where it's a true backup anymore, right? There are a few elite goalies that can play a ton of games, but not a lot of goalies no, like can play need- a lot of games with the speed and the demands of yes. the game today. You need a guy who can eat up a lot of games. So if he's just that, great. That's a win. If he develops into something more, obviously that's yeah. fantastic. Yep. Earlier in the season when they played him a bunch of games consecutively, I don't think he handled it well. He's handling it better now, so that's good. That's a sign of growth. We'll see where it goes.
0: Craig, why did Carter Hutton make this trip? I don't know yet. Okay.
1: I don't know. I can't I can't figure out what what's happening with him. I know that the ankle has continued to give him problems the surgically repaired ankle. I have wondered aloud, often, if Carter Hutton is going to play another game for the Coyotes.
0: I was just I, surprised to see him take But he's been trip. with the
1: team before. I know I know they've done that, where he's got practice. He's been around the team. They'll do a, that with players sometimes. But whether he's coming back, I, I don't know. He's still on IR. So it's a weird situation. Uh, and you, you almost look like, okay, maybe they get to the All-Star break, and then maybe they reassess. There's not really an All-Star break anymore. Yeah. All those, I guess there's that seven-day period, even with the revised yeah. schedule. But We
0: haven't showed the schedule, the revised schedule yeah, yet. Yeah, we can show that, Making but
1: I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I, uh, But again, I, I keep wondering if he's ever going to play another
2: game. Yeah, you talk about when we talked about the chemistry of this team, he's part of that. He's well-liked in the room. Um, he's another part of the glue guy. that holds it together. Another so maybe interview. that's part of the reason they're having him hang around. Um, because I, I, he's not going to play on this trip. I, I just don't I don't see when you would possibly get him into the line. He's not ready. So... I mean, it, there and there is very little practice time with the back to back too. So I would be curious to see what his progress. Carter Hutton brought is. three
0: suitcases of wine on the plane. That's, uh, what he uh, uh, that's <laughs> yeah. right.
2: More than welcome to come that's on the right. show it's too. Good wine too.
0: Yes, yeah, so we have enjoyed the wine from uh, Carter Hutton's wine. Love in exile. Yes, exactly. Well, there's been a lot of questions, so I want to make sure we get to this. Mm. And I know you wanted to talk about it, Craig. Yep. About the chicken tra- trade rumors. Yeah. So
1: you even created a graphic for <laughs> we it. D- we didn't have.
0: You? So we have, so let's. Didn't see graphic. <laughs> yes, the chicken trade talk. All right, here are the main points that trick that Craig wanted to get across.
1: And what do these all mean? Let's start with point number one.
0: <laughs> trade is not a foregone conclusion.
1: Yes, that's, and, and I say that because I think by now everybody knows that the ask for Jacob Chikrin is extremely high. A couple of national writers, Darren Drager and Pierre LeBron have termed it as Jack Eichel-esque. So. You're asking for a massive return. Are teams willing to pay that? If if they aren't, we have seen with Bill Armstrong's track record, he's going to hold his ground. He's not going to budge off the asking price. Because if a guy does budge off an asking price, that just tells GMs down the road, hey, you know, you can always negotiate with this guy. He didn't budge off his asking prices for guys like uh, Darcy Kemper or, you know, uh, Christian Dvorak when he went to Montreal. You've seen a number of situations where he has held his ground And uh, eventually he's gotten what he's wanted. Um, The thing about Chikrin, too, is he will demand a major return. Uh, Look, you can look at his season this year and say, yeah, he hasn't been up to snuff. But he's still a young defenseman who can score goals on a great contract. So a lot of GMs are looking for that. You're looking for cost certainty as much as anything as a GM. You need a guy that slots into a role and you think is, you know, elite or at least well above average at that spot. If you look at Jacob Chikrin with his number, he can be a number three defenseman on your roster at 4.6 million, a cap hit. That's a great, great spot to be in as a GM. So he's going to be very attractive for guys for those reasons. We've lost our graphic. (laughs) I like it better when I'm not on screen, Sean. You're not alone there. So which leads me to what I just was talking about. Necessity is, is also the mother of action. When teams are under pressure to add a player, that's when you see things ramp up. Sometimes that can be just as we get close to the deadline, which, by the way, is still two months away, and we're talking about all this stuff. It's March 21st is the trade deadline. We haven't gotten there yet, and all, already we're seeing all these trade boards, and trades are imminent. And I get a
0: push I, alert, I swear, every single day. It's
1: just, to, it's just to feed the beast, right? A lot of these outlets are just doing it to feed the beast. But when, when teams feel pressure, whether it's because of a deadline or because they have a great need or their team is underachieving, looking at you, Edmonton Oilers, that's when you might have an opportunity to make a deal like this. And and we'll see. I think, again, Bill Armstrong will be patient and wait for that opportunity because then he knows he's got someone basically under the gun, like he had with Montreal, like he had with uh, Colorado when they lost a center and a goaltender, respectively. Um, The thing that I wonder about the Jacob Chikrin trade as we talk about this, and again, there are more rumors out there today, are there too many sellers on the market right now? You've got the Eastern Conference where at least, I think all eight playoff positions have already been decided.
0: It's the drop-off in the Metro alone. It's unbelievable. So you've got
1: at least seven teams out of the playoff picture in the East, eight if Detroit's being honest with itself. So take those eight teams. Then you've got three more in the West. You've got 11 teams Selling. that are already in sell mode. So you're going to flood the market with opportunities. That depresses the market. So if a, if a GM looks at the market and says, hey, I can get Jake, Jacob Chikrin, but i got to give up like tons of assets. Or I can get a player just to cut below him and give up a lot less. What are they going to do? I think that could have an impact on this trade as well. And then, then the last thing to consider here is what does Jacob Chikrin want? Uh, we've talked about this a lot this season, how... It's really tough for these guys in the middle core to have to go through the experience that they're going through for this season, next season, maybe even a third season where you're giving up years, prime years of your career, and you have no chance to compete for a playoff spot. You can say uh, you got to be loyal to the team, you're, you're paid, but look, careers are finite. This is not an easy situation for players to be in. So if and, – and I don't think it's as strong as Jacob Chikrin has demanded a, a, a trade – I think they might be open to it if there's an opportunity out there. But I think, a, I think he's still a good teammate. He's well-liked by his teammates. So I don't think it's gotten that extreme. But if there's a better situation for him and a chance to win now, I mean, as a player, as a competitive player, wouldn't you want that rather
2: than riding this out for the next three years?
0: All oh, very good points.
1: Yeah,
2: and I think there's two key points to take away from that, Craig. And Most importantly, Bill set a high price. If you don't get the price, you're happy with your asset. You've got a player that you like at a contract you like that can still help your team in the future. So as long as he doesn't waver from what his plan is, if someone comes, knocks on your door, this is the Phoenix metro area. If someone knocks on your door and wants to buy your house, which they do and they send you letters in the mail every day, somebody offers you way more than your house is worth, get the cardboard boxes, honey, we're leaving. You got to listen, right? So you got to at least listen. And so if he can get, Maybe it's two first. Maybe it's two firsts, a prospect and a player. Well, Yeah, you, you got it. You'd be remiss not to look at that. I don't mm-hmm. care who the player is. It's your job to improve the team. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, having said that, if Jacob Chikrin stays with this team, there's still a lot of upside having a young Jacob Chikrin here on this team. Jacob's numbers this year and what has happened to him, I don't think are a clear reflection of what he is as a player. I think he's asked to play different minutes than he's been asked to play in the past um he needs every offensive zone start he needs to play on the power play and limit his defending so if you put him on a, a championship team a stanley cup pushing team mm-hmm. and he's your three four you're gonna love jacob chicken right you want him to be a one two and you want him to defend it, it's not necessarily where he fits best at for what at he this does stage best. Of his career it could yeah. be in the growth process but yeah i agree with you right i now. think he's no. gonna be here I, I think he survives the trade deadline Wow, that's a bold prediction. I, I just think that I for all the reasons I think the ask is too much for for what teams are willing to give up that are have to make that push, that they're really gonna sell their future off. And I think you're right, there's eleven sellers right now. Wait another two months. There's gonna be more. Yep. And there there are gonna be maybe like you said, Jacob Tricker Light or, or or less than, but I don't have to lose two firsts. Or Those as they say on the
0: Sun show, they say like Walmart. Jacob, Jacob, yeah, a Walmart. That's Jacob, Jacob. Jacob,
2: but it's right. <laughs> <laughs> are teams are teams willing to me. give up that right now when those are so <laughs> extremely valuable. Jacob, Jacob. <laughs> so we'll see.
0: Oh my god, well, that was really good analysis, Craig, and like just that's good points. That's what Craig does, and that's what Craig does. It you is, guys, and all of Craig's I stuff like segue. that.
2: I smell Segway, yeah, I smell Segway too. <laughs>
0: is uh, you can find it at com And I PD and I had the chance tonight to read a story that Craig will be posting sometime this week again. Just really great insight, great access to the team. And they
2: ripped it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ripped it to <laughs> not <Nodge. laughs> fit for print. <laughs>
0: so if you want to read all of that and more, you can do so at gophnx.com. By becoming a member, an annual membership is just under $60 for the year. You get a shirt when you sign up, or you can just try your first month for just 50 cents. You can join our members-only Discord as a member, and you can get members-only deals on merch. And I say this this because. week. Because our deal of the week Ooh. this week for Ooh. members, Ooh. buy one, get buy one shirt. 50% off all Coyotes shirts this week, members only. So if you've been on the fence about getting a membership this week, but and you're a Coyotes fan or a fan of this show, this is the week because Coyotes shirts, buy one, get one 50% off at the PHNX locker this week only.
1: We have some sweet t shirts,
2: we, we really, really do. do. Just, I wear one every you time. You wear one every time. And I've been I do.
0: So, I've been. I've They're been so comfortable. But that's because my house is cold. But now Studio B is pretty comfortable tonight.
1: So it sounds like you need a Phnx sweatshirt. I, I do. Just uh, work on that.
0: For those listening, just, just let's get the conversation about sweatshirts going, okay, on Twitter. Yeah, the
2: hell just. with the Tempe banner and getting the people to sign that. Sign this, get sweatshirt sweatshirts. <laughs> we'll sweatshirts exactly. in the, the, in petition the PHNX
0: uh, locker. Um, any any other thoughts on the chicken trade? Oh, my God. chicken trade talk. That <sighs> is a mouthful.
2: But the trade talks are going to heat up for this whole yes. entire club over the next two months. And I think...
0: <laughs> and Coyotes are a seller. Other
2: than what he, you just said, that you won't be trading Bamelka. I agree with that. Or Gossesbear. There are going to be names that come up as trade fodder that you would not expect to be on a trade deadline list because you need different roles filled mm-hmm. on different teams. So, like, a, a Larson. Yeah, go on Larson. Cross is going to be on everybody's list. I, I think Lawson Cross is a player that that a team that is ready to win can, can really use a Lawson Cross. I think he's going to get the most attention. Travis Boyd's going to come up. Yep, I agree. Takes face-offs to right? play up and down the lineup yep. he's and helps on really, your offense. He's really shown some more versatility this year, yeah. So so I think there's going to be more names than Phil just... Phil Kessel, of course. Uh, yeah, Kessel's going to be on the, the... Everybody's going to talk about Phil Kessel. And what, what will that price be?
0: Yeah, we've been talking about <clears> that <throat> since August. Or we, weren't, we didn't exist in we'll August. We'll see
2: what the September. price is. <laughs> yeah. well, and, and It depends where the market is there. And it's two months away. Like, If he gets on a tear and gets 10 power play goals between now and then, price goes up. He's producing points. you got to give it to him. Yeah. He's
1: producing points.
0: Well, it looks like uh, Craig. We are tracking the Austin Matthews record potentially, and looks like it didn't happen. Tonight. So, the game's a final. The game is over. The Ky- so. the the Leafs lost six uh, three mm. to the Rangers. They had
1: a like a three one lead at one point in that game, didn't they? And
0: guess who the Coyotes played this week?
1: The, the Rangers.
0: Rangers.
1: Austin <laughs> Matthews fell one goal short of the NHL record for consecutive road games scoring a goal. He had ten straight, and of course, he scored one here. That was a really sweet yeah. goal. The toe drag, used the defenseman as a screen and went top shelf. That was a, a beautiful, beautiful play. Yeah.
0: So that, that's a story we were watching tonight. And another story we were watching this week was um, an interaction with a reporter in Edmonton oh my. by Leon Dreisaitl.
1: Leon Dreisaitl versus Jim Matheson, a longtime Edmonton media member.
0: So why don't we go ahead and play the clip?
1: Did you think over the last two years you've been second in your division and you showed a lot of maturity, but now you've lost six in a row twice. Did you think your team was past that, not getting into these long losing streaks? Sure, yeah. Um, Lots of reasons for why the Oilers are playing the way they are in terms of winning and losing. What do you think is the number one reason for the losses now. Is there is there one thing that you, in your own mind, you're saying we got to get better at that?
2: Yeah, we ha- we have to get better at everything. Would you like to expand on that? Nope. You can do that. You know everything. Why are you so pissy, Leon? Hmm? Why are you so pissy? I'm not. I'm just I, answering you. Yeah, you are. Whenever I ask you a question. I gave you an answer. Not a very good one. Okay.
0: I just, every time I watch it, I will like, have a physical reaction. Yeah.
1: It's not quite like Denny Green erupting the Bears are Who We Thought They Were or, you know, some of the other great clips we've seen. But that's that, uh, that was pretty contentious. Um, pretty spicy. I'm going to let you guys talk first and sit. Tell me what you thought. So, the,
2: first, I thought Leon Dreisaitl should have answered the first question. But he can answer it with a stock answer that's all bullshit. You could just say well, you know we got to th- improve a lot of things. You know, we got to work on our power get play. <laughs> yeah, get <laughs> p- Hit the back in the <laughs> right? And and, right. and that just give the the stock answer and just give the answer. I think that would have helped him out of this situation. But for the reporter to turn around and say, "Why are you so pissy?" Yeah. It, yeah, where's no. the professionalism in that? No. Like that to me was like, "Okay, now at first I was taking the reporter's side that Bryce said was a little I didn't Short. like his answer. Yeah. But now I come on. Like yep. You're talking to a professional athlete who is, they're losing eight a lot. This is a team that's expected to compete for winning their division. Yep. And now you're making fun of him and you're you're challenging him to have an, a challenge like that. Then we've always said this, and, and you're a reporter, Craig. So we, we've always said the reporter shouldn't be the story. Yep. Shouldn't make yourself, he made himself the story. So now he is the story for this week. I have a problem with that and yeah. i know that there are a lot of media outlets that are supporting him and they they're they're putting the blame on the player i think the reporter crossed the line i think the player could have avoided it and avoided the whole situation if he just gives the stock answer which again is not what the reporters looking for but fine just give him the stock answer and then get out of there like he it didn't have to come to this well
0: here's what i think too because if he asked the the first question and he said nope and the second the follow up by the reporter was, like, do you want to expand on that? Granted, the way the reporter asked it was a little bit...
1: There was tone.
0: There was definitely a tone. But assuming there was no tone, let's just say, I think that's a fair follow-up. Yes. And, And you know what? Sure, Dreisaitl was frustrated and didn't want to give the answer. Even if he didn't want to give the stock answer, I think those two questions alone and the way Dreisaitl answered, that's enough of an answer, I think. I know, like, I'm not the one writing the stories like you are, but short one word answers to me is just as Im- powerful or as an Im- impactful as a longer quote
1: yeah if, if he says nope I don't want to expand on it you can ask another follow-up question can I ask why not but again it's it's some of it's about tone when you're being a professional reporter you don't take the and then uh, clearly you don't go to the why are you being pissy I mean
2: that is
0: imagine that's saying unprofessional. That, imagine saying that to anyone in your life not just in a professional setting, yeah,
2: yeah, but to yeah, anyone. If we just said here at our workplace, and
0: and yeah. not and like if we were joking, but like that sure. was that was like a serious like if,
1: you All know. Right. You, again, you don't make it confrontational. There's a, there's a way to diffuse the situation by just following up with you know like I said. Well, can you can you tell me why that is, or, or when when you t- we ask him for reasons for the breakdown, can you? Do you mind just giving me maybe some examples yeah. of what's been going wrong? You know, look, we're, we all know, we're, we've all been watching the Oilers and we know the goaltending has been a huge problem. He's not going to throw his goalie under the bus, so he's not going to say that. But you could ask him for other examples. And you definitely don't say, why are you being pissed? No, it's like, just unacceptable. That is beyond unprofessional. Yeah. and And you can't. At that point and I don't think Leon Dreisel handled it well. And that's that that's another thing, by the way, that's been going on at Edmonton for a while with McDavid and Dreisidal. They're not great with media. That's been an issue for a while. So that's a problem that the oilers probably should address because those are their two superstars. And yet Jim Matheson never should have crossed that line. That's you just can't do that as a reporter and you can't you can't expect to
2: develop a relationship with a player when, when you behave like that. Yeah. So anybody challenging him? him at that point? No way. Come I think on. you can challenge a player. I think you can ask the hard questions of a player, but I think that that tone of that interview went sideways. And unfortunately for the Oilers, they don't get those questions. If they're not losing all the time. And tomorrow night, they play the Florida Panthers. Like, it doesn't get any easier for yep. this team. Yep. And, and, and honestly, the problems they've had are the same problems they've had year after year after year. Goaltending is an issue. They're not deep enough, and they can't defend. Yeah. Well, when does that change? So I to. feel for Dave Tippett, because his name's on the chopping block again, former Coyote coach Dave Tippett. And, and does he make it through the year? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Depends Time on how tell. far south this thing goes, right? Can you imagine if the Oilers
1: missed the playoffs with McDavid and Drysaddle? be insane. In, in that
2: division.
0: Yeah. In that division. That which division is shocking me. Arguably how the worst division out. in the league. It's shocking me how everything's shaking out. And
2: like, we we'll talked about tomorrow night's scoreboard. So I'm going to talk about one more game tomorrow night, Craig, before I m- move on. But the Ottawa Senators are traveling to Pittsburgh to play the Pittsburgh Penguins. So we're a very good team right now. And the Coyotes caught the Ottawa Senators in the standings. So this does not bode well. Coyotes fans tomorrow night. I think Ottawa's in trouble tomorrow. Ottawa
1: night. does still have
2: a lot of games in hand. So they do. I think they have five. We'll yeah. I think they have five games in hand. We talked about the Islanders too. There's we'll a team there. The
0: Islanders also have five games yeah. in hand. Yeah. The
2: Islanders are, the Coyotes aren't catching the, the Islanders are
1: playing good hockey again. They're going to be fine. They're not so catching them. it's so, a five team So race.
0: bringing it back to the Coyotes and the Islanders coming up. Yeah. Do you think the Coyotes have a chance to win that game?
1: Uh, I mean, I think they have a chance because it's not like the Islanders have completely figured things out yet, but I do think they're playing much better hockey now. Yeah. They've figured out how to play Seven, on the 7-2-1 and, and one
0: in the last 10. The
1: Islanders Scotties. are a better hockey team. Yeah, they yeah. are a better hockey team. The Rangers are clearly a better hockey team. And then yeah, the Rangers are The smart. Penguins are clearly With Melkin back in the so, lineup. Oh the Coyotes, we, we said this before this game began, that this was the most winnable game on the trip. Yeah. They won
2: it, even though that first period, Wow but they won this game, it's going to get much tougher. And the, and the, the next most winnable game is the game Friday night against the Islanders, I yep. think. The Rangers game in Madison Square Garden, that's a, that's a tough a building to, to play in on a back-to-back. Yeah. Back. Yep. What are they going to do about goaltenders for that game? That game's going to be tough. And Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh is a tough tough out especially for this coyote team mm-hmm. they have really struggled in pittsburgh over mm-hmm. the last five years it's a difficult building i mean we're talking seven nothing seven one losses in could pittsburgh could be a wheel
0: of fantasy night
2: could be a wheel of fantasy and now night that we're back today.
0: in the studio we actually have the wheel
2: but having said that you just don't freaking know with this team you just don't know yeah. like they take colorado with a shootout i would have never said that
0: even the leafs the leafs games long. you just don't know yeah. So
2: depending on what Corel Vomelka does, he's gonna get two of the next three starts. You expect Wedgwood to get the game Is Wedgie get the game in Madison Square Garden? I don't know. Depends if they want to give him an extra day to rest, but to me that's what happens. I think you go Veggie on Friday, I think you go Wedgie on Saturday, but clearly I don't pick Yeah, you that haven't well. really been Yeah, I great suck at hockey. I and,
0: don't and and Petey, how did you do on the, the Daily Bet show last week? How well, you don't want to talk about it? No. Okay. <laughs>
2: they, I can't believe they let me there, on that show There again. goes that segment. can't believe they let me on that show again.
0: Well, no, don't.
2: I had any anytime score. I nailed that one, but I didn't do great.
0: Okay. okay. Well, d- maybe don't watch when Petey's on that show,
2: but you can catch... Or, or do the opposite of what I said. Or say. just do If you opposite. do that, you're killing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, catch the PHNX Daily Bud show every day, Monday through Friday at noon. Um, and also be sure, like I mentioned earlier, to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Um Sign up using the promo code PHNX if you're a new customer. You bet five dollars on an NFL team to win this weekend and get two hundred and eighty dollars if they do. Anything else we didn't talk about at all about anything before we we end this? Because
1: did you squeeze out the schedule?
0: No, we, the didn't. Schedule? we Let, didn't. Let's say? show the, let's Look show the schedule. The Coyotes
1: have their five postponed game dates now. They've Plus They one all those games. rescheduled Plus, by yeah, a day. The home game yeah. against Seattle late in March has been moved up a day, but. We still have, in spite of that, they still have like this week period where they don't play a game. Yep. And maybe they're keeping that in
2: case, you know, there's just another post-game. Yeah, we you've got there. two more players on COVID protocol. Yep. As the trip started, you lose Zingle, you lose Russell, So you just yeah. don't know. And, and the league with these rescheduled games has come out, and they're very firm. This season's <laughs> going to end on time. I think it is, So too. this is their only time to get these games, and now they've changed their testing protocol. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Go we'll ahead and see. explain that, because that's important news. Only
0: testing yeah, they're only testing um, symptomatic, uh, symptomatic players, players
2: now. Yep. So there's going to be a lot less positive cases, which means a lot less guys on COVID protocol, which means a lot less canceled games or postponed games. They need to get the season in on time. They have to. Yep.
0: Yep. Well, we'll uh, we'll be here for those.
2: <laughs> we'll be here. <laughs> we will be. Forty-four <laughs> more times. Let's let's pull up the punch card. Where is the punch card? Wee- Look at all that red. I'm telling you, three games away from halfway, baby. I know. (laughs) Yay. Yay. (laughs) At at least at Subway, when you finish your punch card, you get a free sandwich. Like, what the hell do we get here?
0: Hopefully, a first overall draft trip to Montreal.
2: Yeah, we'll see. Um, (laughs) We'll see.
0: Yeah, seriously. Well, you guys, it was so good to be back. I missed you over the weekend. Thank you, Sean, for filling in. Um, (laughs) For me, well, and if you didn't see my viral TikTok, (laughs) not mine if you if you're the one who
2: hasn't seen it if you're the one person who hasn't seen it
0: (laughs) phnx sports um on tiktok phnx underscore sports go follow if you haven't go watch there's another tiktok put up today it's hilarious so go check it out um you can follow phnx underscore sports on all social media platforms please follow phnx underscore coyotes on twitter we are fairly close to to 2500 followers it's currently january 19th so we have you know, a little less than two weeks Mm -hmm. to hit that 2,500 mark. And if we do, Craig will drink a full IPA on the show, okay? It's
1: in the language now, a full IPA. Unlike those of you who didn't stipulate that I had to eat the entire hot dog and then complained about it afterward, (laughs) it is in the language this time around that I will drink the entire IPA. I still struggle to
2: find how this is punishment. I just, I don't get it. I don't even Petey, right? Petey we'll give you a, Petey. You can drink a beer after the show. If, wait, okay, It's not a beer. Yeah, <laughs> it's an abomination. Yes, please. <laughs> I mean, why don't I get that challenge? Yeah, Petey can know. drink a beer after <laughs> the show. Yes, please. <laughs> Show's over. Got it. <laughs> I don't get quote. it. <laughs> Punish Petey. Make me drink beer after a show. Punish Petey. Yeah, I like that hashtag. Make me well, drink well, a beer. What would we have Petey? to do? To I don't you. know. Oh, what and was... by
0: the way, and I don't know if they've agreed to this, but if our if phx Entourage Coyotes gets three thousand <laughs> followers, yeah. we're making Craig and Petey do a TikTok dance yeah. on. No, no, not TikTok. a dance. Yes, not a dance.
1: Yes, yes. I am not doing a dance. Yes. <laughs> Come on, yes. we're a gonna dance. do uh, karaoke. That's what we decided, right? What karaoke? No, like no, no that's no, no, no. better? Yeah, it's way better <laughs> than me dancing. I'm doing the, the Applebee's dance do?
2: way before I'm singing.
1: It's a choreographed can, dance, Craig. Alright, because... I'll sing and you can dance to my song then. How, how does that sound? No. Are we
0: gonna make an original viral TikTok sound from Craig?
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I literally You're don't get we... me to dance. It's going to take a lot more than 3,000 followers. By the way, Petey, dance.
0: great to see you um, in your pants. Tonight. I know, I know. That's <laughs> yeah, one thank
2: the you disadvantage for wearing pants. of being at home. Forgot the socks, but thanks for wearing that's pants. That's what happens at home. The desk's up to here. What's the difference? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should bring one of your puzzles and hang it instead of this photo of Shane.
2: Yeah, I, by the way, I looked at that earlier. I was like, oh, <laughs> I know, there it is. <laughs> we still haven't shown the picture on the show where that's that hung in the Peter's house.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We'll show that next game. Um, Well, we will be back um, here on the PHNX sports YouTube channel for the post game show after the Islanders game on Friday. And we will be back after the Rangers game on Saturday. So be sure to subscribe to PHNX sports on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed to um us on wherever you get your podcast, leave us a review it's very very helpful so 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 great to be back in the studio great to be back Agreed. in person with you guys great to be back just in general um, thank you all so much for your continued support and uh we'll see how the coyotes do this week and until then we'll see everybody friday have a good night everyone